Blog Talk Radio. at the National Archives and Beyond Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Bernice Alexander Bennett, and I'm so happy to welcome the callers and chatters to research at the National Archives and Beyond. This show will provide individuals interested in genealogy and history an opportunity to listen, learn, and take action. Well, tonight's show is about Roots Tech 2019. Roots Tech is hosted by Family Search International. Roots Tech believes in the power of family, and discovering your family story has never been easier. Roots Tech is the world's largest Family History Conference held annually in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I can attest to that. In 2019, the conference will also be expanding to London. Tonight, we have Tara Bergeson and Tyler Staley, and they will talk about both conferences and what Roots Tech is doing to plan and execute this world-class family history event. Tara is the Director of Content for Roots Tech, and Tyler is the Marketing Manager of Roots Tech. So let me give just a warm welcome to Tara and Tyler to Research at the National Archives and Beyond. Welcome. Thanks, Thanks, Bernice. So let's start off at the beginning, just so that we could make sure everybody understands exactly what is Roots Tech. Well, Bernice, as you mentioned, this is the world's largest family history conference. It's held in Salt Lake City, Utah, annually. And believe it or not, we're coming up on our ninth conference in 2019. We've had nine amazing conferences. We have vendors that come in from around the world from everything for DNA, photos and stories, records research. And of course, we have well over 300 classes on sessions for our 2019 event. It's, it's going to be an amazing event this year. We have classes on DNA, photos, stories, memories, apps, technology, innovation, all kinds of things. 
Uh, we're excited for this year. We'll talk some later about our keynotes. RootsTech again, largest family history conference in the world. Wow, and you're right. It is the largest. I have never seen <laughs> so many people <laughs> at right. one time in the conference. So, yeah. where would someone really? Where would someone be inter- who's who's interested in family history want to attend Roots Tech? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and and it kind of goes back to what you were just saying. You know, you've never seen so many people. At a conference, and, and what we try to do at Roots Tech is, is have something for everyone. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at in your family history journey. Maybe you're just getting started, you know, building a family tree, or maybe you've been doing this for decades. You know, we, we all have something that we can learn and new things that we can add to our skill set. And so that's why, you know, Roots Tech is, is kind of sets itself apart that way. We have classes for beginners, people who are just getting started as well as some really advanced uh, topics, you know, for people that have been doing this for years. And so it's it's a great place to come, no matter where you're at on your genealogy journey. One of the other things, too, Bernice, is we try to make family history something that everyone is already doing. A lot of times people think of family history and genealogy as sitting in a library, going over books and old records and in the dusty areas of their attic. But we want people to understand that what they're doing today, when they're posting to Instagram, to Facebook, all of those kinds of things, scrapbooking, they are doing family history, whether it be with their family that they have today, their children, their grandchildren, or whether they're focusing on those that came before them, their great-grandparents, their you know, people that they're trying to find through DNA. They are doing family history every single day. That is so true. So with them doing family history every single day, what does the tech have to do with the roots, to call it roots tech? Yeah, that's a that's also a great question. You know, and I say this all the time, you know, I think it's hard. You'd be hard-pressed to find another industry, you know, that's been so changed by technology over the last 20 years. Wouldn't you agree? You know, I think genealogy has changed so much in the past 20 years just thanks to things like the Internet, right, thanks to digitization, thanks to mobile apps. Uh, you know, and that, that's what we're trying to do at Roots Tech. We're trying to change that perception, you know, that family history can be dull or boring or that I only can do this when I go to my grandpa's attic to, you know, it's something that we do every day. Family history is things that we have on our phone. It's me journaling on my phone or it's me taking pictures of my daughter and posting them to my family message group, you know, all of those things that happen today help me uh, preserve my family history is thanks to technology. Right, and we have a comment coming out of the chat room. Uh, Technology has truly affected genealogy. For example, 25 years ago, the chatter is stating when she started, there was no Internet. So yes, mm-hmm. things have changed. And I you know, I can remember going to the National Archives and being given this little card where you had to, to get to the census, you had to fill out a sound uh sheet <laughs> and then you could go and find your real <laughs> Wow, things have really changed, haven't they? Yeah. And one of the great things about Roots Tech is this is where some of the big companies, Ancestry, 23andMe, Find My Past, My Heritage, Family Search, are starting to announce some of their new technologies and the developments that they're coming out with either from the past couple months or in current months. 
So it's a great place to learn what is new and innovative in the genealogy world when it comes to technology. Yes, it, 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 and it's wonderful that they would even show up because it gives everyone an opportunity to hear from the experts right there in your face talking to you about some of the innovations that they have come up with. So tell us more about Roots Tech. When is it and where is it in Salt Lake City? Yeah, yeah. So we, we're happening uh, February 27th through March 2nd, 2019 in Salt Lake City. Uh, we, we're at the Salt Lake City Convention Center. It's called the Salt Palace. It's a big convention center right in the heart of downtown Salt Lake, uh, really only a block away from the Family History Library, which is, you know, a great place to go if you're coming to Roots Tech and you want to go to the to the library and research more after hours or, or before you come to Roots Tech. It's just a great location for that. So February 27th through March 2nd at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City. Wow. And you're right, just to be able to to – go there and then go to the Family History Center, which is so different now than what it used to be. Yeah. So they have just a wonderful opportunity. So tell us about the cost. So the cost to attend is right now listed at $209. We are offering for your podcast listeners a special discount of 10%. If they use the code 19 interview when they register. So I'll just repeat oh, that so wow. everyone has it. Yep, it's 10% off the listed price that we have going. And they can use that anytime between now and even if they show up on site, we can use that code. The code again is 19 interview. And the word interview is all capitalized and there's no spaces. So 19IN. T-E-R-V-I-E-W. Okay, listeners, you hear that, 10% off, so you can get it. So for those who have never been there, why does Roots Tech occur only in the winter? (laughs) Because we're in Salt Lake and we love the winter. (laughs) No, that's not really it. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's one of the things where we have to work within the Salt Palace and when we are able to reserve that. It's when you go and build an event and create an event, you have to work out years and years in advance as to when you're going to hold your conference. And some conferences book 10 plus years in advance. So we kind of, when we went into this, had no idea what or how big Roots Tech was going to come. And this was the time that was available to us at the Salt Palace Convention Center. But believe it or not, the end of February, early March, when Roots Tech is held, is a really kind of crazy time weather-wise. Some years it's been freezing, freezing cold. And if it was like last year, we were 50 degrees, so you could wear your jacket and be completely fine. That's right. I remember that. You're so right. Look, (laughs) the chatters are asking questions, so get ready (laughs) for it. Okay. Uh, You know, just a comment that sometimes winter travel is difficult for people, and so flying from the East Coast and far away states could be a challenge for some people. So tell everybody what's exciting about coming there, you know, with that weather. (laughs) 
yeah. 50 degrees. Yeah, totally. That's not bad, huh? Yeah, you know, it, it, and it really is just, it just kind of depends on the year and, and the weather we're getting. But, you know, we, we really do try to take that into consideration. We have a couple options for people who are, you know, who can't make it to Salt Lake City. Every day during the conference, we actually do, uh, we actually live stream uh, one session per, per hour. So if you can't make it, if you're living in Boston or North Carolina and you can't make it all the way to Salt Lake City, you can tune into RootsTech.org and, and watch our free live stream uh, we'll live stream our keynote speakers each day and then a variety of classes, you know, from DNA classes to records or methodology classes. So that's a great option if you're unable to make it all the way to Salt Lake. Okay. Now, I notice uh, that there are ambassadors that may be posting contests so that individuals may yes. get a free registration. Tell us a little bit more about that. That's a great one. Yeah, so we have a number of, of ambassadors, social media ambassadors, that help spread the word about Roots Tech. And these are people who have been involved in genealogy for a couple of years, and they're active on, on Twitter and Facebook. So if you follow some of them, uh, you'll, they, we give each of them a pass that they can conduct a, a giveaway and give a, give a pass away to one of their followers. And so those are all going on right now. A couple of them have already concluded. Um, but, it, you know, if you're interested in, in learning about some of those things, hop on to, to Twitter and Facebook and follow your, some of your favorite genealogy friends, and you'll likely see some of those Roots Tech past giveaways going on. Well, we do have a comment saying, oh, I would love to have a free registration. <laughs> so, <laughs> so another Great. question out of the chat, any chances of live streaming some of the special topics like those topics of interest to people of different cultural groups. Great. So, yeah, actually this year one of the goals that Root Tech has had is be, has been to bring more worldly appeal to our Salt Lake event. And so we actually have a couple of sessions we plan on streaming this year. One will be on Japanese and one will be on oh. African American. So, yes, Tyler and I have been working hard to ensure that not only are we meeting the needs of those here on site with us, but also reaching a broader world market as well. So there's also a question, what about some of the special how-to workshops? Tell us about what you think you may be having with some special how-to workshops, or for that matter, any workshops. Sure. So we have we have a couple different options. First off, we offer paid labs for those attendees that are on site. This is where they can get time in front of a computer with an instructor. Some of those range from teaching on Evernote skills for genealogists, DNA triangulation, Google Maps, a wide range of things like that. Our sponsors as well offer labs. So we'll have labs on Family Search, MyHeritage, Ancestry find my past, and those kinds of things. The other workshops we have, this year we're doing an access and preservation workshop, which will be held on Wednesday for a four-hour block. The idea behind this is to get those that are archivists and record curators, as well as those that want to help the public access records, such as librarians, together to determine how can they do this? How can they preserve the records? How can they make them available online to people? And to kind of get those two groups in a room and, and get them talking to each other, 
talk about some of the projects that exist. We'll have people from the Library of Congress come, as well as some other very well-known libraries in the U.S. that are working towards access and preservation goals. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, is Roots Tech held in other locations? Yes, you know, and you, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. For the past nine years, we've existed only in Salt Lake City, but a few months ago, we announced that we are expanding the conference, and we're actually going to London in 2019. So we're super excited about that. London, uh, Roots Tech London will take place uh, the 24th through the 26th of October in 2019 uh, in London, East London, at a convention center called the Excel London. So that's our first international event, and we're, we're extremely excited. You know, we hope we're, we're going to be able to attract attendees from the U.K. and throughout Europe, as well as some of, you know, our East Coast uh, audience here in Salt Lake, or here in the United States who can't always make it to Salt Lake. It's sometimes just a quick flight over the pond there, and, and it might be a good option for them. So we're really excited about that. Well, one of you, one of the chatters is saying right now that's a that's her struggle trying to decide whether she should do Salt Lake City or London. So, <laughs> is there a call for papers out already for um, London? Yes, there is, and you, our chatter, we'd love to see you at both if that's a possibility. <laughs> but yes, our call for presenters and presentations is open for London. You can see what is required and access that by going to rootstech.org slash London. I'll repeat that just so that everyone knows it, rootstech.org forward slash London. And on that page, it talks all about not just being a presenter, but we're also looking for exhibitors still in London. Um, ambassadors will be closing tomorrow. But if they feel like they can get that application in tonight, I'm sure we can have time to review it. Call for presentations. There's one key thing that we need, and that is we do ask all of our presenters to submit a three-minute video. And a lot of people go, oh, man, I need, to, I need to do a video, and they think it's got to require big production. We're not looking for any kind of big production out of this. Just three simple answers, and you can record yourself on your iPhone. I'm really not looking for someone to have their hair all done up and their makeup. It just answer the question who you are, why you are interested in the topic that you're presenting along with the topic you're presenting, and then one quick tip from your session that you plan on providing. Really the point of this video is for us to see you, kind of get an idea of your presentation style, and then of course the topic that you're presenting. So again, nothing big, no big video production we want. We really just want you in front of a, your iPhone or, you know, quick video that you can provide. So if you're looking to present, that's one thing to keep in mind. Okay, so uh, the question that I'm getting now is, so what if someone has already presented at Roots Take Salt Lake City? Do you still need a, a three-minute video from them? We do. And the reason behind this is that we are using a completely different committee for our European London classes. We are using a European team. We're reaching out to genealogists over there to help us make the class selection. So they have not been through the process for our Salt Lake event. Some of them may have not even been to our Salt Lake event and understand and know who some of those presenters are. So we are asking for videos from everybody. 
And also, do you anticipate a crowd as large in London as you have in Salt Lake City? Oh, we would love it. That would be great. I would I would love that. That means we'd get a lot of people. <laughs> but no, you know, to be honest and to answer your question, since this is our first year in London, uh, we don't expect uh, the size of Roots Tech to be the same as it will be in Salt Lake. It'll be it, it'll be a conference that has a very similar feel to what we have here, um, but the, the the capacity and the crowd size will be quite less than what we see in Salt Lake. Okay, well, you know, the questions are coming about London, so I'm just going to keep asking you all. Go uh, right ahead. Does Family Search do anything with a travel company for London on the airfares or even special hotel rates? Yeah, so actually, as we speak, we have one of our colleagues over in London. Um, his whole purpose of being over there is to finalize some of those answers for us. So we will be working with hotels just like we work with here in our Salt Lake. We'll have several contracts. We hope to get those finalized here and to be able to post those sometime in January. I wish we could tell you what the rates would be and those kinds of things, but we just don't have that information yet. As far as travel for those that would love to travel from outside of the London area, we are working with a couple of different agencies as well to try and put in some contracts in place that may provide a discount or some assistance or something like that to assist. The best way to find out about those information is to either follow our website, sign up for our newsletter, and of course follow us on social media, media both Twitter and Facebook. Okay, and then our final London question is, will presenters from the U.S. be compensated as they will spend hundreds of dollars to travel, for travel, and for lodging? So we do have a speaker compensation package, and that is provided on that website I mentioned earlier for travel. Um, it's very similar to what we offer here in the United States as well in our presenter package. I would recommend you go out and look at that and determine if that will fit your needs. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then come right back because there are a whole lot of questions that I have to ask you, okay? Just a Sounds quick good. break. Welcome back to Research at the National Archives and Beyond Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Bernice Alexander Bennett, and you can join me every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where I will have an expert to share resources, 
stories and answer your burning genealogy and history questions. Remember, all of my guests share a deep passion and knowledge of genealogy and history. All of my shows are available as a podcast immediately after the broadcast, and they can be downloaded from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn.com, and Stitcher.com. Well, you have been listening to Tara Bergeson and Tyler Staley. And so Tara and Taylor, excuse me, y'all are messing up now. Tyler and Tara, please share more about Roots Tech. What's new in 2019? Yes, that's a great question. You know, if if you were at Roots Tech 2018, you, you'll remember that it was a massive year for us. We saw a lot of growth in attendees and, a, and in size of the conference, and it, it caught us even a little bit by surprise. And so we've actually worked really hard since the conference has ended to – kind of restructure, reformat our conference schedule and the space of the Salt Palace to really accommodate for large crowds, you know. And and one of the things we're doing this year is we're taking away badge scanning. If you remember last year, you know, we we scanned badges. Oh, yes, I remember. (laughs) You remember. And and that caused some lines, right, and some congestion in the hallways. Um, You know, we we had some, some good reasons for doing it, but we realized, you know, that, that it, it was more of a hassle, and so we're actually not doing badge scanning at classroom doors this year. We think that's going to really help the flow of attendees in and out of class and, you know, stuff like that. And the other thing we're doing um, with our badges is we're actually giving you the option if you want to have it mailed to you. So when you go to register for Ooh, Root Tech, nice. Root Tech, yeah, exactly. You can, you can select, yes, I want to have my badge mailed to me, or you can select, no, I, I want to pick it up at check-in. And uh, But a lot of our attendees right now are selecting to have their badge mailed to them so that they'll get it in the mail a couple of weeks before RootSec, and then you just bring that on site with you and walk right into your first class. It'll really help the congestion as well. One of the so other are big you still things- going to monitor how many people get into the classes? Because I noticed that I remember last year people would, had to line up. Even if they started off in the class, they had to get out the class and go back and line up. Is that still taking place? No, we're definitely going to monitor what classes are full. We'll have um, some of our volunteers, as we have before, in those classrooms to help with finding seats and helping the speaker. And we've just given that task to them, whether they do a head count or they just kind of give us an idea that the class was 50% full, 100% full. We're looking more of where are the popular classes and how can we make sure that they're seating for everyone to get to those sessions that they want to attend. Oh, okay. And you got a response regarding no more scanning. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> you have happy well, campers now. <laughs> that's good. We we really apologize for those long lines and for the problems that that caused. You know, we thought it would be a good thing. Most major conferences actually do that. We were trying something new, and, you know, we learned. It didn't work. But if we don't try something new, we never have those learning and growth opportunities. I understand. With the workshop, Tabra, will you have a, a limit on how many individuals can attend a workshop? We do. So we have to kind of be careful when we say no scanning. Um, so I apologize now in advance. But if we have workshops or labs or sponsored lunches, 
people have paid additional money to attend those. So we need to ensure that the people that have paid for those get into those. So we will have scanning for those sessions, but those sessions are typically you know, 40 people, maybe 300 at the most. So we shouldn't have any problems getting anyone in and, and able to see those sessions. Okay, what, what other changes have you made for 2019? Yeah, another big thing we've done, if you remember last year, you know, the, we're still building the Expo Hall. The Expo Hall is a huge place, and we do some really cool setups with our vendors, and, and so it takes some time to, to get it set up. And so on Wednesday, the first day of the conference, it was still being set up, and it made it hard to, to kind of go into that Expo Hall area and get food, right, from the food vendors. And so to right. alleviate that... To alleviate that this year, we're actually providing a free lunch to all of our attendees on Wednesday afternoon. So we're going to have boxed lunches that are just kind of wheeled out there uh, on the concourse that you can come and, and grab a boxed lunch and go find a, a seat in an empty classroom or, or find a seat somewhere and enjoy your lunch and, and uh, enjoy your time with your genealogy friends. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Okay, what else is planned? Well, one of the things we've learned, you know, after nine se nine years of this or nine sessions, we have learned that the classes are most important to our attendees. So we have added an additional session every day of the conference. So we've gone from four to five. The session that we've added, we are calling a power hour, and it's at eight o'clock in the morning. So come ready to get going and to be excited during that hour. We know it's early, but what we're doing with this is shorter session. So it will be an hour-long session, but in each room we'll have a dedicated topic, such as DNA or British records or maybe photos. And within that one hour, it will be broken up into three segments. So for DNA, you might have what DNA tests are on the market, why should I take a DNA test, and maybe you know, how do I understand my results on a DNA test? And those will be done in 15-minute quick sessions for the Power Hour, all in one room. Hmm. Oh, interesting, interesting. So what about, okay, so you have the Power Hour sessions. And that's 8 o'clock in the morning. What are the changes to the schedule? So one of the things we also have changed is normally we started Roots Tech off each day with our keynote session. We've decided yes. this year that we would move that to right before the lunch hour. So our keynote sessions, with the exclusion of Wednesday, will be held at 11 a.m. instead of in the past 8.30 a.m. So we'll have the power hour, then we'll have a, a regular session, and then we'll move right into the keynote followed by lunch. So you'll have a keynote and then an hour and a half session for lunch, and then we'll have our three remaining sessions throughout the day. So why did you decide to do that? You know, one of the reasons was, is, you know, we look at our survey data every year from, from what our attendees tell us about their experience, and every year we see that classes are the most important thing to them. The reason why people come are, are to learn, right, and to get into those classes and have learning experiences. And so we wanted to, to give people more time to have classes and to more, more classes to choose from. And so by adding that power hour session in the morning and then another class and then kind of moving the, the keynote to 11 o'clock, 
it really maximizes the amount of classes you can attend and the, the ones that you can choose from. The other thing too is by putting something big in the middle of the day, it kind of gives everyone a breather. We've learned that uh, by about three o'clock in the afternoon, our attendees are tired, they're walking around with brain overload. And with that, we wanna make sure that the attendee is getting the most that they can. Bernice, did we lose you? Yes, you did, but I'm back on. <laughs> oh, we're so glad you're back on. So I'll just yeah. kind of recap if that's okay. Oh, that's okay. I think people were able to hear you. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So we. But really if, uh, let me ask the chatters. Did you did you miss anything, chatters? Okay. I don't see. I don't see them saying they. Yes, they heard. They heard you. Perfect. So everything yeah, so, is everything is okay. Great. So we felt by having the keynote session and the lunch session. That gave everyone not just a time for lunch and to visit the expo hall, but also kind of a mental break to recalibrate, to get some energy so that they could tackle those three sessions in the afternoon and feel energized. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. So let's just continue to talk about, you know, the other uh, changes uh, by talking about the types of classes and the presenters. Yeah, so the types of classes, we've expanded, of course, with DNA. DNA is one of the hottest topics right now. So with that, yes, we brought it is. in. Yeah, I'm sure you've had your DNA tested, right? So, oh, it's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. Mine's, mine's pretty boring, to be honest. But uh, we've brought in, of course, Angie Bush, Blaine Bettinger, and Diane Southard, who are all three amazing DNA family historians to be part of our program this year. I look at some of their classes and I wish I could attend all of them. I, I'm typically too busy to attend many classes at Roots Tech, but they will be bringing in some really exciting things. Um, they might even be doing some DNA reveals for us, so it should be great and exciting. We're also bringing in Kenyatta Berry. I'm sure you're familiar with her and the work that she does. Oh, sure, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's She's going to be joining us along with Mary Tedesco, who does a lot of Italian research. We're also bringing in Nick Barrett from the UK. You know, we got to tie into our London event, and, and he has graciously, graciously been willing to come and to talk about some of the classes that he'll be presenting in London for us, and then, of course, presenting several sessions here. But again, we have our wonderful presenters that talk on photos and stories. Lots of records. Like I mentioned, we are really trying to expand the scope of Roots Tech Salt Lake. We have classes on African-American research, Japanese, Chinese. We even have a session we'll be doing on some Polynesian, on a story of a lady who decided to discover herself through her Polynesian roots and went back and filmed a movie that we'll be showing. So broad range of research classes available, and of course your regular family search classes, Ancestry, MyHeritage, and the rest. We have a great lineup this year. You sound like you have a great lineup, and you sound so enthusiastic. It's, it's, it's a really exciting time for you to like, imagine. 
exciting. It's really busy right now, too. <laughs> well, we're glad that you're putting in all that work. You know, Thank it you. just sounds like it's a lot of fun. So uh, what about the classrooms? Have you added more classrooms, or what's going to happen there? Yes, yeah, that's a great question. We've we've really done our best to look at the Salt Palace and try to maximize the space that we have there. So we've reconfigured a lot of the traditional classrooms, and uh, the Salt Palace, they're sometimes called ballrooms. We've reconfigured those to get the most space that we can out of them. And, yes, we actually have created two new classrooms that will hold uh, over 3,000 people. We're calling one of them the Ruby Room. You'll find that right by main stage. And that will hold over 3,000 people. And we've also created another one that will be more towards the back of the conference center called the Onyx Room. And, again, over 3,000 people, about 2,500 people will fit in that classroom. So we've done our best to create some really big classrooms that, you know, you shouldn't have to worry about being able to find a seat. That is wonderful. So take us to the keynote speakers and and any special events you you may have planned for us. Yes, for them for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) So with uh, we have a a keynote. We call it a general session every day, and on Wednesday, it's actually at four thirty, and that's our general session where you'll see Steve Rockwood, the Family Search uh, CEO. Uh, Steve is really one of our, you know, just a great speaker. I don't know if you remember his address from last year, uh, but he talked about. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, right? He talked about connecting and belonging and how, you know, when we understand that we're all part of a shared heritage, we treat each other differently and we we care for each other differently. And so Steve's really going to do kind of grow off that topic as well for this year. Uh, So he speaks on Wednesday, and and part of his session will also have some entertainment. We have an a cappella group coming called The Edge Effect. They'll be doing some some singing and and sharing their own family stories as well during that session. So we're really excited about that. Um, On Thursday, we have Saru Brierly coming. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Lion, but he is the, the, the boy in that movie, Saru was actually separated from his family as in, he lived in India. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you might have seen that movie, right, Lion? And he, he, he got yes. separated from his family. He was adopted by an Australian family and grew up there for the next 25 years. Uh, you know, but, but a piece of him, just like all of us, right, was, was wanting to find out where he came from. Why, where was his heritage? Where was his roots? Why was he the way he is? And so he used tools like Google Earth and Google Maps to kind of retrace and find his way back to his hometown and eventually be reconnected with his mother. So he's going to tell his story, and we're really, really excited to hear from him. Oh, I bet that's going to be just a heartwarming story to hear. Yeah, yeah, we really, really are excited. On Saturday, we're also bringing um, a man by the name of Jake Shimabakuru, now, I had no idea who he was until I looked up his YouTube videos, and he is one of the best, if not the best, ukulele players in the world. Uh, he has some, some, view, some videos that have gone viral and some of the most talented fast fingers on the ukulele that I've ever seen. And so we're really excited to have Jake. He's going to talk about his Hawaiian-Japanese ancestry 
and he'll play some of the ukulele for us on uh, on the main stage on Saturday. We're really excited for that one as well. Oh, that sounds so exciting. So um, tell us more. You know, what can we expect from the Expo Hall? So one of the things we did last year that was a huge hit was instead of waiting until Thursday to open our Expo Hall, we actually did a preview night on Wednesday following our Wednesday opening general session. And we decided we would do that again. We'd bring it back. So on Wednesday, following our opening session with Steve Rockwood and Edge Effect, which is an acapella group that will be joining Steve on stage, we will open the Expo Hall again for just a two-hour preview night so people can go in there uninterrupted and at least start the process of looking around. You know, we call the Expo Hall the heartbeat of our conference, and that is just because it is. It is where the excitement is. There are so many vendors and so many things to look at and see and so many classes are even offered through our Expo Hall. We open it on Wednesday for these two hours to give people just a little bit of a taste and kind of get under their belt where they really want to head. Oh, wonderful. And the Expo Hall is so much fun. You can spend all of your time in the Expo Hall. You can. We actually have a lot of people that come just for the Expo Hall. They will come and spend the entire day just walking around and talking to the vendors that are there. Yes. Now, I don't know if it was so big last year, but one of the years, uh, at least several of the years, you had the, the innovation uh, opportunities for those who were really creating new things in technology to kind of showcase what they were doing. Is that no longer part of Roots Tech? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, innovation and, and new things is definitely a part of Roots Tech, and we want that to continue. We have discontinued what we were calling the Innovation uh, Summit, or the Innovator Summit, I should say, which that was kind of when we had a, a day dedicated to some developers and programmers, um, some entrepreneurs. That was, was successful for us um, a couple of years ago, but um, you know, we've realized that what Roots Tech really is good at is is kind of bringing the end user in the genealogy industry uh, to the conference. And so, so we don't necessarily have a lot of classes uh, taught on innovation for developers like that, but we will continue to have a space in the expo hall. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember kind of the area where we've had what we've called Innovation Alley the past few years. We'll still oh, have yes, that space. Remember, yeah. yeah, right. We'll still have that space that'll be dedicated to showing the newest technologies, you know, some of the up-and-coming companies or apps, uh, websites. And so that, that will still be a very much a function and feature of, of Roots Tech. Okay. And then are there any special events taking place? Yes, you know we we there are uh, what's a, what's a good event without some of those special events within the event, right? And so we right. uh, one, of things, one of the things that's happening uh, that we're excited for um, we're excited to have Regina Mason come back and join us again this year. She was she visited us with us last year. Uh, we're holding what we call our our African American Heritage event on Friday evening at Roots Tech where Regina is going to be the featured speaker, and uh, she'll play her, her video, her documentary that she created. Oh, that she wonderful. Yeah, it's exciting, right? Yes, indeed. I'm so happy to hear that. 
Anything <laughs> else special? <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. We're excited to have her. You know, I think the only other thing that I wanted to mention was, um, you know, every year at Roots Tech we've had a contest. If you, A couple of years ago we had a cake decorating contest. We had a yes. photo mm-hmm. contest last year. This year we're actually doing a video contest. We're calling it the Roots Tech Film Fest. Uh, if you go to rootstechfilmfest.org, you'll see all of the, you know, the qualifications of, the, of, our, of our video contest. But what we're asking, you know, is we're putting it out there to video creators and storytellers, and we're asking them to create a short little video on how they connect and how they belong with their family, you know, what family history and how that means to them. Um, we actually got some great sponsors for this contest, and the winner of the contest will receive uh, two tickets on a Delta flight uh, to the land of their ancestors so that they can go and take a video and explore the homeland of their ancestors. So we're really excited about that. That's RootsTechFilmFest.org. Oh, I love it. Wonderful. Roots Tech Film Fest. Okay, everybody, get ready. So <laughs> start putting that film together now. Are you okay. looking at a, a like a 10-minute film? or? Yeah, tell yeah. me what when you we're looking for uh, just short little clips, uh, three minutes or less. So just in three minutes, how do you connect? How do you belong with your family? Uh, and so the create that's the only rule we have. The creativity and everything else is up to you as the creator. Okay, oh, and you along. must be present. You must be present. You can't just send your film. You have to be there to present it. If if what we're hoping is you know you're if you're selected as a finalist, um, your video will be played at Roots Tech. If if you're selected as a finalist, we will give that person you know two tickets to Roots Tech. Uh, we would love to have them on site if possible, you know, to be there and, and see their video. And and if they win the grand prize, we would love them to be there. So so we'll find a way to kind of help that person get to Roots Tech. I should also mention that in the contest we have three categories. So that we have a youth category um, for, for our younger friends who are creators. We have an amateur category, and then we also have a professional. So even if you don't feel like you're an expert filmmaker, you know, that's okay. You can, you can still apply in, in, you know, in the amateur category or wherever. And, uh, you know, that's what we're, we're excited to see some of the videos that we have coming in. Oh, that sounds exciting. So more questions. Is there any way to have a wall or database that folks can enter their info in so folks can find connections maybe by locations? This is a question coming out of the chat room. Wow, that's a a great question. For 2018, one of the things that was very popular on site was called Relatives at Roots Tech. And if you had a family search account and logged into your family search account, then it would show you all of your relatives that were on site there at Roots Tech. And it was one of probably the most popular things done. We are doing that again. There will be some fun new additions this year for relatives at Roots Tech. We're not allowed quite yet to say what those will be. But that is one that I think we can take back and talk to our team about and see what maybe we could come up with. I don't know that we've ever been asked that question before, but that's a great question. Okay. 
And so we're getting close to the end of the show, but I want you to give, you know, the first-time attendees some tips uh, for coming to the conference and what should they know. <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I, when people ask me that, what, what should I know? It's my first time coming to Roots Tech. My, my answer is, you know what, Do, take a little bit of time before you come to the event to, to prepare yourself. Roots Tech is a, is a major event, you know, about 30,000 people will be there. And so it can be overwhelming, it, it, it can be really exciting. If you don't know where you're, what, you know, what's going on, it's a little bit harder. So take a few minutes before you come to Roots Tech. You know, you can read um, on our website. There's a place where you can download our app, the Roots Tech app. Uh, that's a great place where you'll be able to see the whole schedule. You can kind of pick your favorite classes that you want to go to. On our homepage at rootstech.org, you'll also see what we have our, our call our conference guide. You can read that. That has all the tips and tricks for first-time attendees and, and how to get ready and make the most of your Rootstech experience. So taking a few minutes before you come on site is a great way to feel prepared when you come. The other thing to know is and that Salt Palace is huge. And we are using more and more of the Salt Palace. In fact, we're almost to the point that we fill that entire building. So make sure you have your walking shoes. I know cute shoes are fun. I like to wear them too. But really, if you have good walking shoes and stay hydrated, those are probably the best things we can recommend. And then we have a recommendation coming out of the chat. And it's saying, you know, why, why not set up genealogy buddies for the newbies to help Ooh. them? Hmm. Yeah. How about that? That's a great idea. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, we, we, love, we love hearing that, those kind of ideas. If you've, got, if you've got good ideas, you know, or questions for us, we'd love to hear them. You can send them to us at info at rootstech.org. That's actually where we uh, we read all, all of our responses from our customers, and that's a great one. We'd love to take that into consideration. Okay. And, Chad, do you have any other recommendations before we close out tonight? I'm waiting. You're <laughs> waiting. I would say get some sleep and come ready um, and excited. We're ha going to have a great crowd, a great conference this year, and Tyler and I are excited to see everyone and interact with you guys and we we just can't wait. We're we oh yeah, one Tyler just reminded me. Don't forget that we're offering ten percent off for all of you listeners with the code nineteen interview. So we'd love to have you register and come and join us. Find Tyler and I, we'd love to say hi to you. Um and you know, we're excited. Come join us, Bernie. Okay, and, and by the way, I mean I'm being told you're gonna get some ideas. They're on the way. And also <laughs> Also, you need to type up something that says "Ask Me," so that people will know that they can go to people who've been there before and ask. Yes, that's and great. Guess what? How about all of that? our volunteer shirts? All of our volunteer shirts this year. Guess what they say, Bernice? They actually what? say "Ask Me" on it. All oh, of our volunteer boy. shirts do. So we are at least one step ahead, hopefully. That's right. Okay, well, I want to thank you so much for coming on tonight and sharing. I'm all pumped up. <laughs> sharing information about Root Tech tonight. 
2019. And everyone else, I want you to remember your ancestors left footprints. And you should follow the clues that are presented to you through oral history, family records, and research at the National Archives and beyond. And that includes Roots Check, everybody. That's Roots Check. You can continue this discussion on the research at the National Archives and beyond and the Afrogenius Facebook pages. And also remember to listen to the African Roots Podcast with Angela Walton Raji and also watch for the Black Progen Live with host Nika Sul Smith. Thank you so much for joining research at the National Archives and Beyond Blog Talk Radio, and I look forward to all of you joining me next week. This is your host, Bernice Alexander Bennett. Good night, everyone. Good night, Tara and Tyler. Good night. Thank you.